You're listening to Prosperous Coach Podcast with host Rhonda Hess, helping you to choose a smart coaching niche and launch your coaching business with confidence. Hey coaches, this episode is inspired by you. You have helped me surpass 100,000 listens of Prosperous Coach Podcast. I'm so grateful to you. For those of you especially that are binge listening or listening to more than one episode, and for sharing my podcast with other coaches, now maybe I can help you start your own podcast. I'm going to tell you what podcasting has meant for me and my business, and I'll share some details about what it takes, what it costs, plus a few powerful questions to ask you about whether podcasting is right for you. This is a little bit longer episode than usual. Find the full transcript of this episode at prosperouscoach.com slash 146. My podcast, I've said it before, has revolutionized my business, and it's also given me great joy, and I really mean that. I posted a blog for over eight years, and it was hugely instrumental in attracting ideal clients and getting the word out about me, but... It was never nearly as impactful as my podcast has been. I think there's a good reason for that. Listeners hear my voice weekly, so there's more of a sense of intimacy. People feel like they get to know me in ways that can't come across only in words on a page. And because my episodes are short and I'm consistent about putting out a weekly episode, I have a lot of binge listeners and Isn't that fun? When I have a discovery call with a coach who wants to enroll in my five-month VIP program, they often say, you sound just like you do on your podcast, and that's reassuring to them. And some of the joy factor for me is putting my voice out there into the world. I say what I think and feel. I share what I've learned and the expertise I've accumulated. See, your voice is more than just sounds and words. It's an integral part of who you are, who you've come to be. When you speak up and speak out, you're stepping fully into your personal power. It's almost impossible to be anything but fully authentic when you show up weekly with your voice on air. And that's very good for you. I did not expect the satisfaction of putting my voice out there You know, I can stumble over words, just be myself, and my audience is forgiving about it. I can tell you personal things about myself, and I I know that I'm relating, not burdening you, and it's connective, not self-deprecating. In a lot of cases, it's reassuring, and I get so much positive feedback. It's nourishing for me to know that my philosophy, my guidance And truth-telling that I do resonates with so many coaches. Not all, but many. A few coach training organizations suggest my podcast to their students, which is really cool. I know I'm helping people who will never hire me, and that's gratifying. But I also know that people I'm meant to work with will hire me, and we're likely to start our journey with a deeper understanding between us. And when people reach out and fill out the application on my Work With Rhonda page of my website, they are 99% ready to enroll. And that's 
Wow. No other form of messaging or marketing has brought me that kind of ease in my business. And then there's the accessibility piece. People in over 100 countries hear my podcast, and that's growing. So what is a podcast? And, you know, you might be an old hand at this, but you may have listened and not really known what a podcast is. So it is similar to a radio show, but it's delivered online in episodes that can be experienced on demand rather than by tuning into a specific station at a specific time. Listeners can subscribe to a podcast through apps they download onto their phone, like Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and other directories who, at this point, all offer free listening accounts and downloadable apps. My listeners can also hear my podcast episodes on my website. When you subscribe to a podcast, the app brings new episodes up first. You can also click see all and explore the whole back catalog of the show. And there are limited show notes or transcripts that listeners can see on their apps. I myself put links to other episodes and also the full transcript on my website. And that's good, right? You want people to go to your website. People often listen doing a routine task, such as commuting, exercising, laundry, walking the dog, chores, cooking, or waiting for appointments. Coaches often tell me they put aside time on Tuesday mornings when my episodes first show up. Podcasting is a big movement, and there's an amazing community out there of new, amateur, and pro podcasters who engage with each other in Facebook groups and conferences. I have never met a kinder group of people. Podcasters seem to want to help everyone succeed in the format. Where I was once asking questions in these groups just a couple of years ago, now I'm answering questions to pass forward the goodwill. So what does it really take to podcast? Podcasting is a commitment with a bit of a learning curve. It's fairly labor-intensive to plan, write the show notes or transcripts, record, edit, distribute, and market the episodes. Now, I'm mostly recording short, 7 to 20 minute solo episodes right now. It's just me. I only occasionally do interviews. It takes me on my own approximately four hours per episode from conception to publishing. Interviews can take roughly twice as long. I batch the work whenever I can, doing about four episodes at a time, so I get economies of scale. So to do four episodes in batches, may only take 10 hours total, so that's a big savings. If you're thinking that that is a crazy amount of time to put in, I want you to consider that most coaches will need to put about 15 hours a week into marketing. So if it's not podcasting, you might be blogging, doing videos, public speaking, networking, and social media with those hours instead. Podcasting is a method of marketing. The way I do it, and I've taught my clients to do it, it's generosity marketing, which means providing real value for free. Although some podcasters put their show behind a money wall or make some money from getting sponsors, I've preferred not to burden my listeners that way. What does it cost to podcast? Well, it's pretty affordable, guys. Your financial investment depends on four main things, what equipment you already have versus what you need to purchase, how much you do yourself versus how much you outsource, 
which third-party services you choose and their monthly fees, and the number of plugins and other web-related costs that you opt for. Now, I went for the low to mid-range equipment, and I do all the tasks myself. My initial investment was around $150, and monthly expenses for podcast hosting, which is a necessity, are about $12 a month. I use free recording and editing software called Audacity, and I use a free account in Canva to create episode art, and a free headliner account to create little video clips that I use to put out onto social media. So I want to just be clear, podcast hosting services are not the same as web hosting companies. The files of recordings are large and they require storage. So that's one service the podcast hosting company provides, but the other service is to legitimize you to various distributors and to automate some of that distribution for you. When I post my podcast episode on my hosting company, which is Buzzsprout, love them, and publish the episode, it's automatically distributed to 12 of the most well-known apps such as Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. I'm even on Alexa and a few other places. Okay, so here's the big question. Should you start a podcast for your coaching business? And there are four factors that I think it depends on. One, have you fully developed the foundation of your coaching business? In other words, do you have a unique, narrow audience you've targeted that's full of seekers? Have you identified what they want so much and their big problems so that it will inspire them to hire you? Have you developed your signature program, some compelling web copy, and a free lead magnet, plus developed a client-winning website? These are some of the things that I help my clients create in my VIP Coaching Business Breakthrough Program. Number two, have you cleared time in your calendar to market your business 15 hours a week while also having time to serve clients and future clients? I think you're going to need a minimum of 20 hours a week to really build your business, serve clientele, and more as you want more clients. And three, do you have a location in your home where you could record episodes without noise and distraction? You don't have to have a special studio. I have used a walk-in closet full of clothes to record my episodes. It's quiet and the sound is appropriately baffled by the clothes. And four, can you borrow or purchase equipment and make the monthly payments needed? So if you answer yes to all of these, now all you need is about a two-month ramp-up period before launching your podcast. I've been asked if the podcast realm is too saturated And it is growing really fast, but only a very small percentage of podcasts go beyond one year. So it's emptying out almost as fast as it's growing. I'm approaching my third year and my show is considered to be in the top five percentile, mainly for my consistency. People stop their shows for different reasons, just like some people drop out of their coaching business. You don't have to worry about what other people do or what those stats are right now. Do what you think is right for you. Build the business you want and do what it takes to make it thrive. I hope you really enjoy your coaching business. Stay inspired and make things happen.
I'm so glad you tuned in to Prosperous Coach Podcast. Please share this episode with other coaches. And if you're listening on the iTunes podcast app, review this show. Joel Bass did my theme music. Thanks, Joel.